Welcome to Amplify and Align. I am Michalina. And I'm Stacey. Why are we here? To break the rules, to share our wisdom and to disrupt an industry. We work with coaches, healers and leaders who are ready to turn their mission into a business that creates impact and freedom. Together, we bring over 20 years of experience to this space. I am the Amplify with proven systems and strategies to help you get your message out to the right audience. And I am the Align with processes and practices to help you through the inner shifts that become your external breakthroughs. We always joke that together we make the perfect coach. Which isn't surprising as we are sisters. So what can you expect from our podcast? The truth about the transformations needed to create your success. Soul-led strategies you can implement. And a sprinkle of astrology and spiritual strategy. And we're going to be pretty honest. We will be breaking down a lot of the truths and busting myths about the coaching industry. We want to invite you into the conversation with us. Are you ready to align your energies and amplify your success? Let's go. Hello, everyone. I'm just bringing out the questions because I am so disoriented. After that eclipse, that was like, whoa. (laughs) And my brain, if you've been in any of my spaces today, people doing the alignment code and things, I've just not been able to form two sentences coherently at points so it's maybe apologies for that but all right responses how excited we had so many like we've got like there's plenty we got through two last time so I think it's only fair if we just keep working down the list so the next one which I'm pretty sure that we didn't talk about this last time I'm pretty sure we just did the two yeah I think so. I didn't go back and check no, on the hour-long I'm session. Like, I'm, but... I'm not into the whole tick things off and be organised and then I'm a mess when it comes to the moment oh, I... where I'm like, oh, I should have been organised. <laughs> I am so that way and I'm disappointed that I didn't export it so into a, a spreadsheet so I could take notes. <laughs> oh, my I know job. I know you. I know you well. And oh. I was actually like, what? You haven't done that when, when you said you didn't. Uh, no, it's it's all good. Um, Just quietly, is anyone enjoying this weird shift in weather as well? Like, oh, the weather has just been like we've had a lot of rain and it's been absolutely miserable. And all of a sudden we've got like blue skies and heat and it's just lovely. I'm loving it. It's good. Good shift. Anyway. Um, so our next two that I have on the list, and please correct me, audience, um, I'm sure it'll be, even if we did the same questions over again, we'll have different answers and give even more value anyway. But the next one was, did you sh- uh, set short, <laughs> I was going to say, um, did you set short and long-term money goals in your business? And what or how did your energy shift each time you hit a new money plateau? So both are financial money-based questions. And M, we've been talking oh, yeah. quite a bit recently about this theme coming through. I didn't realise I was talking about it um, often. And when I was doing an intuitive reading for Mission Driven Women the other day, that came through so strongly was that there is um, this just anxious, like really like <laughs> energy uh, around finances and earning money and coming up to the end of the year and, and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, there's that worry, I think, that people are slowing down now. It's like, what am I going to do over the Christmas period, especially for those of you doing the one-on-ones and are worried that you're not going to have clients coming through. We're not doing launches, big launches during December, November, December, which who really does? You're incredibly unique if you do. Um, so I've got a lot to say on this one. What do you Go want to say, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sweating. Oh, I thought you were breathing, uh, blowing away something you'd done. <laughs> no, you would have heard it with the microphone on. Um, no, I'm not. I'm just like with the ring light on. It's just like it's hot, babe. Like you were right. You were right in front of your face. And yeah, I'm in a bit of a selling mood. That's the eclipse up again. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. I'm just. I'm sweating. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm. It's just some hot flush. Um, what did you say? Sorry, I'm totally like. So you probably got your own thing to say about this. And um, I just want to answer yeah. that question first of did you set short and long-term money goals? And yeah. in the first evolution of business, when I was working with doTERRA and I saw that $1.3 million income a year possibility, didn't even occur to me to set short-term goals because I was so strong. I was so empowered in going there so I just looked at that end result and I just ran there but I don't have that same capacity in the second evolution so I'm kind of creating this as I go along and I'm not looking at a figure on a piece of paper that others have done I haven't got that to inspire me I mean I know that seven figures is possible and I'm aiming there but I'm not setting that as a goal just just yet because it doesn't even I can't even comprehend what that looks like in my business and it's a very, very dangerous thing to do when you're like, oh, I want to get to 300000 a year and you have no idea how you're going to do it. I knew mm. how I was going to do it the first time. And we talk about that too, Stace. You've got clients coming to you saying, I have to have 50K months by this time. And they haven't, they wouldn't even be able to create 10K months because they haven't got their office way sorted out. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah. 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 And I guess like for me, um, initially when I detoured into my digital marketing business, I didn't really set any goals in the beginning. I had faith and that's like a huge part of me being successful in business in general is that I just know this shit works that's coming out of my mouth that's in my brain that I feel in my belly like in my soul in my cells of the my body like I know and I can feel that no matter what I do I'm going to be successful and I kind of have been in every other business that I've had I've always been like the top of of what I've been doing in a way and if I feel like I'm not aligned to something I do like I have shifted in the past uh, which, you know, I was, I, I shifted into employment a couple of years back. I was offered an opportunity. I saw that as like a break from being self-employed, which was well and truly needed for my mental health, not for financial reasons. And I hated every moment of it. So I quickly made a shift out of that. And my goal moving out of that was to start my digital marketing business, but I'd been working in digital marketing for years and years and years before that anyway. Um, but the goal, it, it just was for me, and I feel like I probably, like, 
one of the odd ones. Uh, it wasn't that I had a solid backup income from a husband or anything like that, because, I mean, I did, and I feel blessed that I had that. But I just took a leap of faith and I knew I didn't want to do that anymore. I didn't like the people I was working with. There was a lot of negativity. And I started my digital marketing business for a few months just to launch it. Um, That was my plan to have six months. And I launched it. And three weeks later, I was fully booked. And so I quit. (laughs) I quit. And it was so nice. Um, For me, it wasn't about the money at that stage. Shifting into the business, there was always that goal in my mind that I needed to achieve a certain point. And for me, I wanted to earn, you know, a good $8,000 a month. That was like, you know, that would be comfortable for me. I'd be happy with that. And so when I achieved that, I was like, right, that's great. What's next? And we talked a little bit about this today in Elevate, our group container, about creating foundational income. And that to me was so important so that I had consistency in that income. And being in digital marketing, you have one-off contracts and jobs that come through. So I needed to create an offer that created a contract plan where I was helping people basically on a consistent income. And yes, clients come and go, you get to fire clients when it doesn't work out, which feels freaking fantastic. And I love that. I had to do that a couple of times this year. And so for me, it was just more about creating a solid, consistent income rather than a money goal as such. Um, but now, like my goal is like, yeah, I've hit $25,000 a month and things like that. But I'm like, like for me it's like okay so how can I move and shift into that next layer of business and that's a goal for me personally but I know that there's a lot of work that I need to do to set up systems and strategies to be able to hold that space and create consistency in that because I'm not someone who wants to reach a $50,000 a month once and say oh I'm a 50k a month earner like I want to do a a month earner based on that one month that hasn't sustained throughout the rest of the year (laughs) yeah yeah so so for me like in short it was more about the consistency of the income rather than the goal. And now, um, which comes into our second question about that energy shift and money plateau and blah, 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 but we'll get to that one. Um, But now getting to that point where it's like, I can't get past that point. I've set that next big goal. Um, And for me that, you know, is so out of my comfort zone, but being an analytical brain, I can see how I destructure like, um, how that actually works where a lot of my clients who come to me like you said who like I want to earn 20k a month I want to have a 50k consistent month pattern and they don't understand how to actually break that down into what that actually looks like with selling offers working with people having events content creation all of those things that make up that income and which is really important right I mean you can aim so important you like but if you've got a thousand dollar a month coaching how many people would you have to coach for to get to a 50k month like we've got to be realistic about this as well and what we're doing needs to be aligned with what we actually want to create this is where a lot of women get lost it's like I'm going for a million dollars a year it's like well your coaching can only generate ten thousand dollars a month at the price it's at with the number of people that you're willing to coach 
so something else needs to be shifted and created yeah. and done here. Yeah, but I think also uh, this isn't like really aligned to the question but kind of goes with the vibe is that we're being uh, like unconsciously conditioned to how we should structure our business and what we should be delivering. It's like online group containers, masterminds. Um, and honestly, no one's thinking outside of the fucking box and it's driving me wild. And no, you and I, and we talked about uh, creating in-person events again it sets my soul on fire to think about public speaking. And I know most people shit themselves and don't want to do it, but I love speaking in front of people. And um, like, there's just not a lot of opportunity for that here where I am locally. Uh, so That's yeah, Queensland. it's like, you, you <laughs> I am coming to Queensland. So we're doing, we're doing that. Um, but it's just, yeah, like the, no one's thinking outside of the box in terms of how they can create income in their business. They're just like, I've got to do an online course or I have to do coaching one-on-one with people. And it's boring as shit. Like let's like change things up and spice it up a bit. Like I won't reveal any secrets or anything in, but you know what we were talking about first thing this morning, like you woke up and you were like, I had this download. I'm so excited about this. And then we named it and gave birth to it pretty much this morning. And it's like thinking outside the box, like how can we do this differently? So it's really freaking cool. Um, And not enough people are doing that. Well, I wanted to do this thing just on that for a second. I wanted to do this thing. And I've said to Stace, it's been in my office suite like fictional office suite, what I would love to create one day plan for the moment we created it for me, what, six years ago? I think it was something yeah. like that. But I haven't known what it's going to look like. And I, I kept chasing it, having to know what it's going to look like. And I let it go and I'm like, all right, it's going to create itself and land. And a couple of months later it did. Boom. Like, oh, there it is. So and this this does flow into the next um question of how did your energy shift each time you hit a new money plateau I think the actual the energy shifts before you hit a new money goal but if it plateaus it's I'm gonna be outside of the the standard way of saying this it's not about fucking mindset (laughs) it's not about your money mindset that's a quick fix I was talking with someone about um like plugging the address into your GPS and it's sending around you in circles. And if you're looking at your inner compass, if you just plug mindset into your inner compass, you are going to go around in circles because you're not directing yourself forward to something. So if your money's plateauing, it's not necessarily about your mindset. It's about something that needs to shift physically or emotionally for the change that needs to be happened. And I repeat this over and over in things that I do. If you want to go in a new direction, then you've got to make different decisions. And that's one of the biggest things at taking your income to the next level is what new decisions are you going to make that you're not making already? Whether in how you show up every day, the kind of offers that you're putting out there, the kind of value that you're putting into offers. Mindset doesn't do much. It's a quick fix. It feels good, but it's fragile. So when you hit those same challenges, it just collapses and you're left with the same experience. So 
I look at what decisions need to be made and how can we get you energetically matched to those decisions? How can you take action to meet that place to be able to create the change and shift out of plateau? Plateau is not a bad thing. Sometimes we need it. Sometimes it we need suck. to rest in it. <laughs> it doesn't suck. It can suck if we want when to move forward. When you're ambitious, yeah. yeah. Mm. But you need to make different decisions and that comes from showing up differently for yourself, for your business. That comes from creating differently, restructuring an offer perhaps instead of going and creating a brand new mastermind that for $10,000 that you haven't conditioned your audience for. Stacey can talk about that one. Um, there, there's things that need to happen and it's not necessarily that inner energetic work that you're going to have to extend your plateau for to work it all out. It's that, oh, something needs to shift here. And getting that that vision and your direction and what you want to create in alignment so you can keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it is like um it's like creating you know those like deconstructed desserts. Is that what they're called? When you have like a deconstructed apple pie. Like even at the the plateau stage at your business, whether it's at your only two thousand dollars a month, three thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand and beyond the process is exactly the same. You need to deconstruct everything you have created and reconstruct it and reconfigure it in a consumable way. And it's not, like Em said, it's not about changing everything. That's not going to help at all. It's about adding additional layers on and just up-leveling your self-belief and your self-worth in a lot of aspects so that you can charge more or if that doesn't feel good to charge more for something you've already created, how can you actually deconstruct that offer into other like mini programs that but then go deeper into that particular subject matter so that you can sell them individually or at the end of it, you like once you've created everything, you can sell it as a bundle. I love um, what you said about the deconstructing because I had the beautiful Trace who's a one-on-one client of mine and we've been talking for a long time about increasing the exchange on her one-on-one sessions, which are phenomenal. But I, we, we didn't have connection to that. Like Trace didn't really understand the value that she was delivering. So we deconstructed it today. Actually talked through her entire signature process with her, she never done that before. So we we looked at all the individual pieces, and it was she said, "Fuck, this, this is worth way more than one hundred and eighty dollars." I'm like, "Absolutely!" And we talked about all the pieces of what she's actually bringing. So not just created a signature process, but actually looked at all the different tools and practices that she uses. And we had a list of things like two two dozen things long. Some that she uses every time, some that she doesn't, that are all woven together to create this phenomenal one-on-one experience. And finally, we could see, she could see what I've been calling her to do. It's like, oh, this is worth way more. Because it's me just coaching around that, looking at mindset and trying to up-level money mindset. But actually going in, I love what you said about deconstructing. Oh, yeah, I just thinking about like food, mm. dessert, because it's me and I mm. like to eat. <laughs> but but it's honestly that process of like peeling it back or taking apart your, le- like I'm a very visual person, as you can tell, like taking apart a Lego 
and thinking, how can I create a tall piece of Lego with the bricks that I already had? Like that's kind of the vibe of what we want to create here with the the mindset and the leveling up so that you're not plateauing and you're moving forward. But again, it comes down to like, yeah, like charging more, yes. But I think one of the most important things that needs to come to consideration when looking at plateauing and leaping to that next level is about spending money within your business. Because I feel like there is just so much like tight assness around investing in people, like investing in yourself. Um, I'm a, like a huge tight ass. I hate spending money on myself, but on my business, it's tax deduction. So that makes me happy anyway. But I feel like there is so much pent up energy about investing in business that needs to not exist. And I'm not a coach that's going to say to you, oh, the only way you're going to improve your business and move to those next levels or have, you know, 50K months is to invest in a coach. I'm not even saying that you need to invest in a coach. I'm talking about real investments into your business. And if you were opening up any bricks and mortar store anywhere in the world, you need to invest in that business for it to grow and blossom. And I don't know how we've come to this point in online business where People feel like they can cop out of it and not spend money. Like they get a Canva logo and expect that to move them through to a million dollar brand. It's fine in the beginnings, but when you're in that that next leap into that that from that plateau, you need to do some reconditioning around investing in your business. And I know you and I Emma, have spoken about this about coaches that charge like 50 grand a month for their private coaching. To me, I find that. Like, yeah, that would be nice as a mentor to be paid that much. But I feel like as a mentor, I'm going to tell you that's a stupid idea in most cases, that you're actually probably better off to pay for a digital marketing business or to pay for ad strategy, to pay for a professional videographer to come and do content creation with you one day a week, to have professional photos taken every four weeks so that you have fresh content for social media. Those investments in my eyes are possibly way better, or even hiring a PR person if you're someone who wants to go out and create real influence and impact online. Have a PR person who will do your scouting of opportunities for guest blogging, podcasting, um, guest speaking online or in-person events. Like There are so many different ways that you can invest to up-level your business. And Honestly, you can start as little as $100 a month. That will move the needle. Like -hmm. if you just start slowly investing in your business. And what I usually get my clients to do, I know I'm talking hate, Sam, I'll give you a turn in a second. But what what I normally get my clients to do is pick a percentage of their revenue that they want to put back into their business for their growth. And generally that stays the same. Whether or not they're earning $1,000 a month or a million dollars a month stays the same. Yeah, I just wanted to to drop in there and say the profit first system, if you're looking at strategy and structure for your finances and improving your business and having money to get back in, like invest back into your business is from that money point of view is looking at the profit first system because that helps you create those percentages to help you have money to invest back in your business. So just to throw that, if you're at the point where I'm like, all right, I want to manage my business income better so I have money to invest, that is one of the the most incredible books 
or systems to actually look at because we use that here in in our home for all of our businesses yeah but I think what you're saying also backs up that living breathing being that six-figure entrepreneur that multiple six-figure entrepreneur that seven-figure entrepreneur because it's about showing up in that way Uh, If you want to build a seven-figure business, then taking photos on your iPhone is not necessarily going to speak to the people who are willing to pay $10,000 a month for your coaching. So I I can't love what you said enough there because we've not only got to be energetically matched to what we want to create, we've got to be showing up physically matched to that as well. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Like even if you just go to freaking JB Hi-Fi this weekend and buy yourself a vlogging camera to like to do your reels, to do your YouTube videos on versus just doing them through Zoom on your computer. Like I know I'm talking to my computer camera at the moment, but I have my my digital camera that I use for my content creation. Not today's real. That was just on the fly at my desk on my phone. But investing, you know, it was like 600 bucks. It was like nothing for this amazing vlogging camera and it's fantastic for video and photo. And that just up levels the video content that you're creating for yourself and put that on a tripod with a ring light that's going to cost you 50 bucks from even if it's just a Kmart one or something from eBay. That's going to up level the way that you're presented out into the world. And energetically, then that's matched with people's vibe with you it's it's a huge topic of of conversation there what's coming through right now is jumping online and looking at the kind of people that are posting online the ones that you resonate with and look at their their prices that they spend and and how they show up to be energetically and physically matched to that income and this is not about comparing what you do and how you do it and your processes etc this is just getting an idea of how you connect with the type of people and how they're showing up who are earning the type of money that you are, that you want to be earning. So that's really coming through right now. I mean, there's some exceptions. There's one that Stace and I follow that she says she's earned $7 million this year. And yeah, I'm, I'm just not seeing it if I'm just looking at how she's showing up and the quality of her videos and her, her things that she's putting out there. But I mean, this matters a lot more than we want to believe. Like the kind of photos that you're putting out there, the image. Right? We want to pretend we're in this world that doesn't, image doesn't matter, but that's just simply not true. We are attuned to look at the world and make assessments and judgments on what things are based on their image. And mm. like I buy high quality things. Like I, I buy very expensive tarot cards, for example, because I want the best quality. So go out there and have a look at the kind of incomes that you want to create and how are those people showing up? Do they have a Canva logo? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can spot it a million miles away because I'm a graphic designer by trade. Oh, you can see it anyway. And it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. But when you're going to that next level, it needs to level up. Um, like, yeah, like it, it is, it's important moving through those those layers of personal branding and how you're showing up um yeah there's it's just yeah like the visual stuff is crazy important yeah because you're translating your value through that 
Mm. I think this is an important conversation to have. And it's one that a lot of people, coaches, mentors, teachers don't like to talk about because it's it feels like that that elephant in the room of, well, we can't talk about that because we don't want to acknowledge that we're making judgments based on what we see. But it's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, the other thing I just kind of was thinking about as far as um, like investing in yourself and your business, honestly, the best thing you can do before you hire someone for strategy or just a coach in general is to invest in your education so yes. you can be better at what you do. And I'm saying this from a space where I've had so many clients who decide to produce a program or a course and I'm like, great, fantastic, what's your expertise in this, this and this? And they're like, oh, I know this subject, so I'm just going to go to Google and then teach people what I learned from Google. And like as someone who values education and learning, like I love learning, I'll never stop learning, I'll never stop reading or just doing courses online, like I love it, I thrive on it. Um, I feel like that is so much more of a smart investment than hiring a coach. And I know I'm talking out people out of hiring me. I'm like, yeah, don't hire a strategist. That's what I do. But I'm, I'm being like genuine. Like I, if I were to interview you through for a one-on-one -on -one process and I knew that you weren't investing in your personal development and growth from a knowledge point of, point of view, then I'm probably not going to want to work with you. Well, you need to work with Stace. What Stace is actually saying, I just want to like extend on that is that you're not pausing your entire business to become something. That's oh, not my, no, it's not about yeah. having a piece of paper or a certificate or being like, oh, I can't do this because I'm not qualified in it. That's yes. bullshit. It's we not don't about need to do that. No, it's about spending $50 on an ebook uh, or, or an audio book and learning that week something new. Yeah. I mean, I've done my. I've done my core astrology certification, but I'm on to my second very extensive astrology course called Living Astrology because I want to take my my knowledge and my experience with that even further. I'm, I've actually been thinking maybe I should do something in karmic astrology because I don't just want to be an astrologer. I want to be the best fucking astrologer that you could hire. Like, do you just want to be, you know, get by and like, is it, in integrity to you to go and do a five-week course and then charge lots and lots of money for something that um, that you know you want to do the deepest work possible. This is about getting your values and your experience and your wisdom. Again, I always talk about alignment because this is the law of success is the law of the alignment. Getting all of that aligned and in further increasing what you have to offer because this is also related to increasing your income because the more you learn, the more expertise you gain, the more you will be able to offer within what you actually do. So mm. this is not about distracting yourself and blocking your growth with continually having to learn something to be able to be good at what you do. It's not about that. It's about if you're wanting to increase your income, then you want to increase your knowledge and your skill and your ability to be able to deliver the transformation mm -hmm. 
that you want to offer the world. If you want to go to great depths in your sacred work, you need to have the wisdom to be able to do that. And every mission-driven woman in this space, every visionary, every medicine woman, every spiritual guide has been someone who wants to go to that depth. And I'm often coaching people who have been in it, in their business, in their healing work for 10 years before they want to increase their income. So that's the kind of person that I work with. They've been in their work for two, three, five, 10 years and are now going, right, I want to take this to more people. So there is value in, in going and getting a skill and then starting to share it. But if you are in those beginner phases, then you have to acknowledge that because it's more powerful to do that than try and charge $10,000 for something you learned on Google two weeks ago. Yeah. But saying that, if you aren't using Google to learn, you're missing out on so much. <laughs> being lazy. I would say you're being lazy. No, just I just someone. No, no, if you're not using Google, just throwing oh. money when it says teach me everything I know. Yeah, there is just so much to absorb out in the universe. And even for like YouTube, um, how many hundreds of hours, I think it was like 300 hours of contents uploaded every hour on YouTube. Crazy. Like there is so much free opportunity for you to learn uh, that you'd be crazy not to set aside at least an hour every week to grow your skill set. And, oh, sure. and that's not like not me saying, oh, you've got to learn how to use social media and all that stuff. Like, yes, I teach you that. But I'm talking about the core foundational learnings that make up your magic, hmm. not how you get that magic out there. Do you have many of astrology books I've got sitting back there? I have so I many. And I'm think. referring to them. Pardon? I would hate to think yeah. <laughs> how many I've books there are. Yeah, I've got so many and I'm referring to things all the time. But someone said to me, I think it was about two weeks ago, oh, you know all this. I'm like, well, it still doesn't mean I don't refer to my books. If I'm feeling like I'm, I I need to refresh something or I need to expand on something or I'm like, what's that word that I'm looking for? And like, I use information, I use Google as keys to unlock more of what I want to offer and more of what I, what I want to know. So, yeah, become a master Googler because that's even with those expensive courses, it's still going to be the best way that you can learn what you need to know because you can't go looking for a course in something if you haven't learnt first that you need to know it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just playing with my intense ingrained hair (laughs) on my eyebrow. Nice. Nice. We needed to know that (sighs) thing. I just keep poking at it. I've been poking at it. I've been picking at it. I've been trying to pop it all week. It's like can't even say it honestly. Oh, it's it's intense. It's intense. If you've seen my stories on Instagram, you're like it's highlighted quite beautifully every day. Anyway, um, this is just the the realities of being me and my brain. I don't hide very much. Um, so yeah, I guess that kind of summarizes the the money goals and the plateaus and that sort of stuff. The thing that I would really like you to do though, um, moving forward, especially moving into, and I'm not one for like new year, new me, like end of month, new month. Like I'm not into those vibes. I feel like it's just a continuation all the time. But 
I feel like energetically that next year is going to be so completely different and we are like it feels like things are coming to a bit of a close right now for so many people just on that Saturn is shifting into is it Aquarius I think Saturn might be shifting into Pisces um next year I don't know I've like I'm still like reminding myself of where the planets are moving each year I haven't got my charts with me um, I'll hang on, hang on. I'll, I'll just bring it up. I've got my Astrology Master app. See, I refer to shit all the time. Um, so Saturn is going to, is it Saturn? One of the signs is moving into Pisces um, and it's going to be a big, big energy shift, so like massive energy shift next year there. Um, oh, Pluto, maybe it's Pluto. There's one of them is shifting into a new sign. It's one of the massive transformational planets. So just on that, we're going to see a massive energetic shift um oh it's Pluto that's going to be moving into Aquarius yeah it's it's going to be a big one Mm. yeah so I feel like moving towards the end of this year what I would really urge everyone to do is to write out instead of a monthly goal this is one of the deconstruction processes that I personally go through and I take my clients through is to write down the end goal. Like what do you want to earn for the entire 2023 period? Not for the tax year. That's a whole different discussion, but what do you want to earn for the whole year? So then what I do is straight up, I take 50% away of everything I earn because tax bracket and GST, yay. (laughs) That's not applicable to everyone, uh, but that's something to be conscious of when you're getting to those levels of business where you have to pay stand tax. So I already automatically just take that off my, my goal for the year. And then what I need to do is then write down my programs that I wanted to deliver for the whole 12 months. This is what I'm urging you to do. I've been doing this like every quarter and I have a yearly goal for next year. And I've personally done this. It keeps me well in tune and aligned with what I'm actually going to deliver. So I've actually got on there my goal for how many websites I want to create next year, how many of each program. And I work backwards. I added up how many people am I manifesting for that program? How, how many people are going to be in it? And then calculating it, you can see what gap there is between the realities of what you think you can make in your business to what your big year goal is. And then you can then go back to the list of all the offers and programs you want to offer for the year and go, right, I'm 50 grand short here somewhere. So I either need more people or more programs or I need to up my prices and deconstruct the process that way. And I find that that is such a freaking good process for everyone to go through. One of the most frustrating things about working with spiritual women and multidimensional humans is that there's a lot of inconsistency with how they want to show up. And there's an idea and it's like, right, I need to do this. I'm going to do this program in three weeks time or two weeks time. It's like, mate, that's not long enough. What we need to do is to create foundations. So creating a plan for that 12 months doesn't mean you have to stick to it because no one fucking knows what's in your 12 month plan. Sorry, my series going off. No one knows what's in the plan, so you can adjust and evolve it. But if you have that written down with every offer that you want to deliver for the 12 months, it gives you so much time to bring energy to it, to set the foundations, to create content, to bring people in through your audience, to create a customer journey. And it maps out the whole thing. And, of course, it moves its fluid because that's how we work. We are 
intuitive spiritual beings who don't really want to stick to a rigid schedule. But just having that there will be so helpful for yourself. And if you have been kind of working willy-nilly and not really knowing, then that will be reflecting in the income that you're bringing into your business. So setting those foundations now before the end of the year, really going to help you. And then deconstruct the pricing and get to that goal realistically with that. I want yeah, everyone gonna, to do that. I'm going to keep using that term deconstruct because I, I wasn't even really aware that that's what I do with people and we, we look at the, the energetic, emotional cleanup and look at getting you energetically matched to go where you want to go. But, yeah, I didn't even connect that Well, deconstructing happens first and it has to. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like, do that I was with just, every client. Mm, I was just sharing with M before when we were um, just starting the call. Um, I was sharing with her that, um, like, I've got my notebook on my iPad because I pay for free. Um, and I have created or started creating my business plan for next year. Like I did my content themes and elements again. I've redone my product suite. I've created lists for my attraction strategies, which come into part of my content plan. And then I've got my content ideas. And I'm going to keep working on it because I have a whole system and a process that I do business planning and business mapping with my clients. And like I wouldn't tell my clients to do it unless I did it myself. And I've started my 2023 plan which is really, I'm start, I'm putting it into place next week. So it's like, I, like, again, I'm not like a whole new, 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 new business type thing. Like I'm just starting it next week because what's the point of waiting for another two months? So it's, it's that structures and the, the planning that really do help with that motion and that movement forward. And for someone who struggles with that stuff, then reach out. You're in our community. If you put up your hand in Mission Driven Women and say, hey, I'm really struggling with creating my content themes or I'm really struggling um, to create my own business plan. I don't know how to create structures or boundaries in my business. Use this bloody community, please, for the love of Christ, because you have no idea how much help you will get from the both of us if you just asked. Now, I'm probably not going to spend a lot of time writing you out a big, long personal message in the DMs. I'll voice memo you and I'll be like, babe, this is what you need. I actually have a PDF which has this structured out. I'm happy to give it to you so you can use it for free. Like, just go for it. Send it to me so I can see that you've actually done it because I want to hold you accountable for it. Use the group. That's what we're here for. Yeah, there's that. And then if you really want that ongoing support, we've got Elevate open right now, which is still $111 a month. And that's a lifetime price when it's going up to 222 in January and then beyond. Like we have a dream of taking this up to $1,111 a month. So that's where our Stacey and I's group container is going because we have that vision, we've deconstructed it and we're putting it together now. So, um, yeah. We're here for you. We are here for you. And sometimes you will need to pay people to do things. I pay Stacey to kick my butt and help me with structures because I'm fucking hopeless at that. And Mm -hmm. I struggle to hold myself very accountable to structures and to sticking to goals, at least for now. I mean, and I don't mean financial goals. I mean, I'm going to get this out in the world by this date. I'm, I'm terrible at that, at least at the moment. So I pay Stacey to support me in that way. If you can't even see the value in what you have to offer and you don't even know what your signature process is, you can come to me and we can do a whole journey. I do 12 weeks with a defined structure around 
deconstructing. I'm so going to use that from now on around deconstructing everything so we can put it back together. And so Stace can take it and create physical structures to help get you out into the worlds and help you take that energetic alignment into the world to amplify it. Oh, yeah. Does this uh, like, work? Yeah. Mm. I, I think that, I mean, I know I did a post today uh, on my personal and business page about Elevate and I haven't dropped it in Vision to Appointment, but I will. The like the amazingness that comes from being um, in that container is so unbelievable. And we've kept it affordable because energetically that is where our audience is and they need help. They can't, well, a, a majority of them don't have the capacity to invest hugely in expensive one-on-one coaching programs. And like, you know, like our one-on-ones are still like, reasonable as hell like you know we're not like expensive people to work with in general anyway um but that space is pure magic and we have the most incredible incredible masterclasses planned until the end of the financial year we're incorporating some guest speakers we have got a retreat that's in the works for March like there are so many incredible benefits for being part of that and again if you're running a business it's a tax deduction anyway which is freaking incredible but it's $111 a month to invest in yourself and your growth to get both of us three times a month at a minimum to do these business plans mm-hmm. every quarter. You would be paying thousands of dollars a month for that. And that's a lifetime price. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you start now, you lock that in for the lifetime of this program. Mm. So, yeah. I, I mean, I had no intention of dropping this in. Oh, no, I was just about to say the same thing. I'm like, we're not here to plug. We're not here to try and sell no, something. No, but it wasn't about I just, that. But I, just, I know so many of you, I should just say my microphone, I know so many of you need support in this. And, like, looking at those coaches, they're like, how the fuck am I going to afford $1,000 a month? Just me, that's to work with me. Stacey's more expensive, and I still think she needs to double her prices. And I probably do as yeah. well. But I am where I'm at at the moment. However, we've come together. You're you're getting 20 years of experience in business, and that's just business. That's not even the other things that we've done. Um, 20 years of business experience in that space on two very powerful elements, the alignment and the amplification. I mean, I can't even believe this is $111 a month. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> but um, anyway, so like... Oh, look at the time. Well, I know. I know. We're like going crazy here. Um, Beck said that yearly planning strategy session, cool. Like I honestly think that's going to be one of the most powerful things you can do looking into the new year is my deconstruction process on goal income and then all your programs and offers and how you're actually going to create that income because it's a fucking reality check. Oh, yeah. So many people that do it. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, shit. I'm like, I, I need to find more people. And honestly, the feedback that I get from 100% of my audience, my, my clients, I should say, sorry, is that they want to learn how to master audience attraction and finding new people to sell to. That is everyone's concern. Like, I'm so surprised that that question hasn't come through on the po- the the form. Hmm. Um, I think there was maybe 
One. But another element of that is Stacey will deconstruct the, the process of getting yourself out into the world, but there's no point paying for that if you haven't ever deconstructed. I love this word. I'm going to use it forever. Uh, if you haven't deconstructed your signature process. We, we have a new tequila game, everybody. <laughs> Every time Em says deconstructed, we have a shot. <laughs> no, I'll settle down. I'll settle down. No. Um, I want a bit of an eclipse high, as I said. But, yeah, if you haven't looked at your offers and you haven't defined your signature process and you don't really know what sets you apart, if you can't recognise the power in what you do, if I ask you what do you do, and uh, um, I well, I, I then yeah. you're not ready to go and pay someone to create goals in the work that you do and you're not ready to reach a new audience when you can't even define what it is that you actually do. It's something sure. I've had to learn as well. I set big money goals and then we're, why is this not happening? Oh, I don't know what it is I'm actually doing here. So I've spent a yeah. lot of energy and it's getting a- my ass kicked. There's a whole lot of, um, and not pointing fingers at you, this no, point you just, tri- you just triggered me to think about um, this has come up a lot lately as well for a lot of people is that there's so much laziness. And I'm not saying that to make anyone feel guilty about wanting to be lazy or, or like, yeah, I want to like reframe how that is, but there's so much laziness that happens in business, especially in this type of community. Oh, there is. And I've had And then there's so many complaints about this isn't working. I'm not making money. I'm like the the investment level in time and energy alone, not financial, is so lacking in so many. And they're putting their energy in. And they think it's 100%, but it's really, geez, it's gone dark really quickly. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just got distracted. Um, Very moody out there. Um, yeah, like they, they're just not putting in 100% effort and complaining that they're not getting 100% return. And uh, yes, yes, I me. agree. I agree. And it's this enoughness. I'm doing enough. Uh, this actually relates to the whole money shift thing as well. It's like mm-hmm. I'm doing enough. That kind of perspectives really gets me wild. I'm doing enough. Yeah, enough for what? To sustain the income you have, to keep the clients that you're attracting. Is that who you want to be? Is enough what you want to be? I think this obsession with I am enough, I am enough makes us lazy because Mm. we don't actually reach for greater, for more expanded, for giving the world more. You can be enough all you like, but we can't support you in moving forward if you're content with being enough. Now, just to acknowledge that your personal worth is different to the value that you share with the world, it's a separate thing. It's not the same thing, and I have this conversation in Elevate sometimes as well. I'm not talking about personal worth, which is innate. I'm talking about enough energy and investment and enough of what you're showing the world so this enoughness, come up and confront it and say, I'm done being enough in my business. I'm done with my business being enough. Step into the space, hold the energy of what you actually want to be and what you want to create and who you want to serve and extend to move to reach for that. Because I can promise you this enough attitude, this like creating enough isn't going to be what propels you forward 
into your next evolution as a creator, as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a healer, coach, guide, whatever you define yourself as. Yeah. And I feel like for those that are putting in the effort, and this is another thing that's kind of come around, is that people are witnessing that effort and saying, oh, I've seen you do, you're doing so many things. I can't keep up. Or you seem really busy. Like, must be going well. Like, don't actually reject that feedback because to me that means it's fucking working I even had a beautiful friend of mine say that to me just this week and I'm like I'm loving that like I feel like at the moment I'm focusing a lot on my clients versus my own work so I feel like I've disappeared a lot in the last few weeks but that perception is like I'm still consistently showing up I'm still in my stories and I've got stuff happening and promoting things and unconsciously I'm just like I'm showing up regardless that to me is pure gold, that even though there hasn't been a strategy or a plan for me to promote or do anything, I'm not trying to sell anything like at all for the rest of the year, like I, I'm not, um, but still showing up consistently, that's part of this whole thing. And you can show up consistently and get absolutely no results from it whatsoever because you don't understand your brand message, your content themes and the the um, elements of your content, the customer journey, the just the simplicity and ease of people moving through from audience to client. Like all of these different structures make a huge difference. So even if you're showing up consistently, if you're not doing it right, and I don't want to scare anyone away from showing up, but there are so many different parts of showing up that are more important than consistently just showing up every day. And that's yeah. a huge thing. Like you get told all the time, be consistent, show up every day, but you can show up every day and not be showing up in the right way. We did actually cover the next one as well, which is what activities should I be doing every single day? Oh yeah. I have a massive question. Yeah. We've, a list of that. Yeah. We've covered a lot of that as well. Sorry, maybe we should aim for one question each session because we've been an hour almost on just one, really. And we did the two. Yeah, we, we did the two. I, the I would two say money. what activities should I be doing every day? And that's showing up. And I give you had to define it just quickly. What what's another thing that we talked about in terms of activities? Investing in your business. Yeah. Doing research. That's all part of it. I do want to do like a practical breakdown from um, I've actually got a masterclass coming up, I think, before the end of the year that I've got scheduled in, which is becoming a solio instead of a CEO. Um, and the the systems and, and processes that you can implement daily to be the CEO of your spiritual business. And I, I'm like that question made me think like, right, I'm just going to tiptoe into that in that, this next session with you guys to break down the, the realities of what it like it can look like, not that it should look like, but the things that you can implement in your business that make things streamlined and easier. So you're not having to repeat and, and redo things and it gives you more flexibility and freedom within your business. So um, I do want to do a whole session in here on that. Mm, and I would say just leaving it on that, like I've got a couple of different planners. I've got my astrology one, which I'm creating my own. I've decided for next year, 2024 astro planner. Here we come. Um, but like I'm not someone who writes things down. So I know Stacey's all on paper. I'm not. I like pretty things and I like having contact with the things that I do. So I, I've got an Erin Condren planner. Um, that was my favourite. It looked great and it is where while I was anti-planner and structure, 
Like I've actually got things I need to do and create now. I've dropped tea all over it. I ignore the tea stains. I don't understand why you would do that when you can use your notepad and when you put a date in or a reminder, it automatically goes to your reminders in your calendar. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do without my no, my digital I notepad. Without, I need beautiful pens and like I've, pens are a bit of a thing. I spend a bit of money on pens. This is enough. <laughs> this is enough. No, no. See how different we are. Like. <laughs> I I have my, my beautiful planners and we're just different people. But the idea of writing something on electronic pad and having it go to the calendar, I'm just like, yeah, no, that's not even not even in my space. And I don't want it to be. I don't feel any desire to, to do that. So I'm sticking with the old-fashioned because if the world collapses and there's no internet, I want to be able to remember how to do life without it, I suppose. Um. So is there anything else? I don't think so. I think we better wrap no. it up. No, I think we'll book another one of these in, in the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. so that we can continue to get through this list of yeah amazing questions and insights that people want into our businesses and how things work and, and really help get through as many of those as possible. We've got an insight into what it's like being with Elevate, except we'd be more live with you, we'd be in the space. Um, But yeah, see you soon, Warrior Spirits. See you guys.